If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I'd like to begin today's episode with a shout out to everybody out there who is in search of their first customer. If you're looking for your first customer, first client, first sale, this is a very important milestone. And that's why for all of our case studies, whenever we do those stories, which I now do twice a week, but for the first three years of the program, I did you know, every single day. Uh, one of the questions I always ask is, do you remember your first sale? And I learned to ask that question many years ago uh, when I was first talking to accidental entrepreneurs and other people who started side hustles, because I noticed that there was a high percentage of people who actually remember that first sale. Not everyone does, but it's not unusual at all to hear that achieving that milestone feels incredibly satisfying. Uh, and hopefully, of course, it's the first of many. So anything we can do to get people to their first customer first sale um, is so important. And today's listener fits this description. Okay, he wants to become a digital personal assistant to help people with tech support. Now, how should he proceed? Is his offer clear enough? Is there something we should change? Uh, should he go out and buy Facebook ads? He's wondering all kinds of stuff. So let's talk about it. How to get my first customer as a digital personal assistant right after this message from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, Chris. My name is Nate. First of all, thanks for everything that you're doing to help out the community of side hustlers out there making it happen. My idea is being a digital personal assistant focused more on like a personal tech support, right? Being basically like the nephew or niece that answers questions for people, for people that don't have that person in their life. Uh, really quick, text or phone based, um, easily billable. I can build all the structure for everything, but what I'd really like to know is how do you get in front of your very first customers? Uh, should we go and spend money on ads? Should we post things on Facebook? I'm not really sure, and uh, I'd really love to know about how to plan going from zero to one. Thanks so much, and uh, hope we're able to make a success out of it. Nate, what's up? Thank you so much. Uh, so glad you're out there. 
so look, we're going to make a success for sure. Um, but before I send you off to buy ads or post on Facebook, I do have a bit of a concern about this service. And I think the more we can address on the front end, like before you start, you know, like here, here's my checklist of 28 things I'm going to do to try to market the service. What could you actually do to improve the service or perhaps refine it a bit uh, beforehand? It's going to achieve much better long-term results for you. Listeners, if you want to check out his website along with me, it is kaloshero.com. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct, but K-A-L-O-S hero, H-E-R-O.com, kaloshero.com. So my concern is that this service is too vague, and I'm not sure that Nate knows enough about his intended customer uh, because it, it really could be a lot of different things, a lot of different things, a lot of different people. Um, there's no doubt that lots of people need tech help for sure, but that's a really big market of people, as I said, and also their needs are quite different. Uh, somebody setting up their smart speaker setup, I won't say the name of the Amazon device, uh, you know what I'm talking about. That's one thing. Uh, other people are trying to use their computer or phone for any number of tasks that don't have anything in common besides this broad category of tech. So on the one hand, you know, you might think, and, and you know, I could be wrong, uh, but you might think, well, a tech concierge who could do all these things is the answer. But personally, I'm not sure because people do tend to ask their nephew or niece or someone they know for help for help with stuff like this. And yes, not everybody has that person, but in that case, are they then actively going to search, you know, for a tech concierge or a digital personal assistant? I don't think most people like think about that kind of language. So, I mean, this is a very common issue, by the way, um, this, this whole issue of like, you know, when I'm starting up, I have an idea, I think I know what's right, but the way you get to what's really right is through adjusting. And so here's an, here's an action step perhaps for Nate. Um, try to show this website to someone that you think might benefit from the service and you're not trying to sell them on it, right? You just kind of want to see what they think and try not to ask them too many leading questions. Just, you know, show them the website, have them look at it. You might get some information just through that observation. And uh, if you're not able to do that, then the next best thing would be to try to do it yourself. Just to try to go through your own website and, and pretend, oh, this is not me. I'm looking at somebody else's thing. What questions do I have? Do I really understand this? Do I see the compelling benefit here? And so to go back to where I started, I'm just a little concerned that the service is too vague in terms of the promise, in terms of the benefit. Uh, the pricing is also kind of just, you know, oh, well, send us a message and we'll get back to you. We'll get you a quote and stuff. Um, so my suggestion is don't spend money on ads right now um, unless it's small money that you're just using for testing a certain question. You spend the money on ads once you have an offer that converts. So spend some more time thinking about the offer. And then, of course, we can get to that, you know, 25-step checklist of, of some marketing things to do. I just want to make sure that Nate and everybody else uses their time well. Okay, that's my two cents. Listeners, if you have a question, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We'll be featuring them throughout the year, along with updates from other listeners as they launch their projects. And by the way, Nate, let us know what happens. If you get a retooled offer at some point, uh, come back and perhaps we can mention it again. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a wonderful day. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.